Welcome to Good Faith Reads. I'm your host, Callie Chisholm, one of the 2021 Ernest C. Hines interns at Good Faith Media. Good Faith Reads is a short podcast released twice a month in which we focus on one of our book authors at Good Faith Media. We've published more than 100 titles under our Nurturing Faith book imprint, and we invite you to check them out at goodfaithmedia.org bookstore. Today's guest is Reverend Dr. J. Daniel Day, author of Finding the Gospel. Dan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Where are you joining us from today? I'm joining you from my home in Durham, North Carolina. Well, thank you for being here. The first question we like to ask authors on Good Faith Reads is if you could just tell our listeners what the book is about. Well, in short, I would say that this book is about the gospel Jesus preached, and it's about the difference between that gospel as I was taught and received it, and uh, how do we handle the difference between the two? Hmm. Was there a critical life experience that shaped your need or desire to write this book? I don't know that I needed to write it as much as I wanted to write it, uh, but that's not uh, a semantic difference as much as it really is. It was rather a compulsion. Uh, as I surveyed the scene today in terms of really the basic question of what is the good news that the church has to say today? Uh, we've got an awful lot of scolding. We've got an awful lot of finger-waving. Uh, we've got an awful lot of lamenting going on, but I keep yearning to say, but where is the good news? Uh, and what is it? Can we be more specific about that? And Dan, you shared in your introduction that change is a sort of emotional labor, and I really liked the way that you worded that. Was writing this book an emotional and vulnerable practice for you? Vulnerable only in the sense that uh, the way I set it up, I had to have a uh, foil, so to speak, so that uh, the subtitle of the book is Disappointment and Discovery. So I had to deal with the disappointment of the inherited gospel that, as I received it, uh, which I characterize as being the plan of salvation, as it has often been called, at least in my earlier days. So to the degree that I'm taking on what is, in many persons' idea of a sacred instrument that is the plan of salvation as being the way to understand what we mean by gospel. That puts me in somewhat of a vulnerable place because I know there could be some readers that uh, think I am saying everything you've ever believed and held to be good and beautiful uh, is not true. Uh, so that's, uh, I guess, a pretty vulnerable place to be in terms of people that you know or people who are reading the book. But I try my best in the book not to be making fun of or saying this is all wrong. I'm just saying I think there is a bigger, better way to understand the biblical gospel without uh, feeling that it is encapsulated within any four or five or six point plan. We'll be right back in 30 seconds with more of Good Faith Reads. Lot Carey is proud to bring you conversations with some of the best and brightest pastors coast to coast. Our new podcast, Pilgrimages of Striving and Thriving, delivers wisdom from the Black church for the whole church. Find us wherever you get your podcasts 
or listen online at lotcary.org. That's L-O-T-T-C-A-R-E-Y dot org. We look forward to the pilgrimage with you. Welcome back to Good Faith Reads. Today we're joined remotely by Dan Day, author of the Good Faith Media book, Finding the Gospel. I'm Callie Chisholm, one of the 2021 Ernest C. Hines interns at Good Faith Media. Dan, could you tell us about your writing process and how you set weekly goals or give yourself daily word count mandates or anything like that? Well, I have the luxury of uh, not having any uh, deadlines that I had to be meeting in writing this book. So it really came about of a project and uh, writing a chapter by chapter with what I felt like was the next logical way of coming at it. I did have one earlier reader that told me, man, you're going to have to pull this thing apart into smaller, discrete chapters. And uh, that was a big help uh, because it made it more in basically two or three page chapters. Uh, And so in terms of the process, it was write it, rewrite it, tear it apart, blew it, tear it apart again, and uh, then find some scotch tape and go back at it again. Uh, I think that's about the best thing I can say, but I had the luxury of writing it at my own pace. Dan, how do you deal with writer's block? Well, I've spent about 50 years being a pastor with uh, weekly sermons due every Sunday. So that kind of helps. Even if you're blocked, you know, I got to do something here. Something's got to come out. So you sit there and you write until something begins to make some sense, even in your own way of thinking. Uh, Yeah, I'll get up from my laptop and I'll go walk around or take a hike or go to the grocery store or uh, sit down and enjoy a Coca-Cola or something like that. But uh, for the most part, I will come in to my room and I will sit down to say, okay, I need to get a page or two at least out of myself if I can this day. Um, Sometimes that comes easily, sometimes it does not, but uh, it is the regularity and the discipline of keeping at it that is uh, most important. And could you speak to us a little bit about the target audience you had in mind for this book? Who are you trying to reach and what do you hope is the effect that it has on readers after they finish it? Well, I think one audience that I clearly had in mind was all of those people who are church persons who did not have the luxury that I had or the privilege of being paid to spend their time reading and studying about all of this, but I think are the same persons who have begun in various ways to have the same kind of questions that I had. Like, you know, what is the connection between this so-called good news of ours to get us saved? And how does that relate to what's going on in the outside world? I believe that the understanding of the gospel that I was given is entirely individualistic. It has to do with being sure I'm taken care of in the next world, but it has almost nothing to say, intrinsically, almost nothing to say 
about social reality, about my relationship with others or with the world of politics or commerce or anything else. It becomes totally focused just upon me and me getting saved. Now, I think there's a lot of folks who, because of the complexity of society and life and a few other things, have just realized something here needs to be a bigger picture. So, you know, that's basically what I've tried to say is there is a better way of understanding, a bigger way of understanding what you mean by salvation than just getting saved and being sure you're going to heaven. I tried to put that in the language of Jesus, talking about the kingdom of God, the reign of God. That uh, So uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to be of help to people who are trying to reformulate what they understand to be the biblical message. Uh, and so that, that's really one audience with people for whom the old, old story is no longer all that exciting. And I want to say, well, maybe you haven't heard the whole story. Uh, may I tell you about my own experience working through, and that's where the subtitle of the book, Disappointment and Discovery, where that plays into it. And I've tried to make the thing autobiographical. Uh, to some extent, but it still is uh, overtly instructive or teaching uh, or sharing, however you want to say that. So that's really the primary audience, uh, people who are puzzled with the story, with the gospel that they have received, but just feel this thing is not having the electricity that it once had for me. And maybe folks who just can't buy the story the way they're their church is telling it and who think there's got to be more to this. An important note to all of our listeners, we at Good Faith Media are always accepting book proposals. Our authors engage with an experienced team of editors, designers, and marketers to produce and sell books on a variety of topics. If you have a book proposal you'd like to run by us, head on over to goodfaithmedia.org bookstore for more information. Once again, that's goodfaithmedia.org slash bookstore. Dan, I wonder if you might read for us a sentence or two from the book that you think is critical for listeners to hear, either because it's representative of your book or because you think it's especially important for people to hear right now. Well, the book is uh, really developed overall into two parts. The discovery uh, part, however, concludes with uh, this paragraph that I think kind of wraps up what I was trying to say. Then there is another section of the book that deals with what are the implications? If you reformulate your understanding of gospel, how does that affect everything from your understanding of church to the Bible, to sex, to politics, to race, uh, some things that are pretty live issues for us today. But here is a concluding paragraph. In sum, this gospel, as I now understand it, calls us to live out of and in loyalty to the most absurdly preposterous assertion anyone can dare make in the 21st century. That assertion proclaims that there is a God who cares, a God who has been and is always at work in all our chaos for the good of all creation, whose liberating power may be found in the deeds and words of Jesus of Nazareth and whose summoning kingdom is more certain than sunrise. 
I do not believe this is a new gospel or another gospel. I firmly believe it is only a better way of understanding the good news the gospels themselves declare. Best of all, standing at the door of this gospel is the same Jesus I met so long ago and the same rescuing cross. But both look different now in the light of the kingdom and the salvation they offer is richer, deeper, broader, and more costly. This is my gospel. Our guest today on Good Faith Reads has been Dan Day, author of Finding the Gospel. The book, along with more than a hundred other titles, is available as both a print book and ebook at goodfaithmedia.org slash bookstore. Dan, we appreciate you being our guest today. Thank you so much. Thank you for the invitation.